If you've ever been in a relationship with a narcissist, chances are that you have found yourself at some point feeling very angry. The truth is most of us find ourselves feeling like we've been so badly hurt by this person that we can't imagine the idea of forgiving them. What they've done to us feels so outrageous, so unacceptable. We almost feel foolish to even entertain the idea of forgiving them, right? If you're feeling conflicted and you're thinking to yourself, I understand that people say I need to forgive this person in order to heal and move forward, but I just can't let go of my anger and my pain. Or if you feel like letting go of that and forgiving that person is a way to sort of let them get away with what they've done to you, this video's for you. The fact is, unfortunately, there's a certain amount of forgiveness that must be granted to someone when they have hurt you. But this is not the kind of forgiveness that you would give to your friend who just accidentally broke your favorite lamp. The fact of the matter is, it's a different type of forgiveness, and I'm going to explain in this video today exactly what I'm talking about. So, let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab, so if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and we'll just get going. I've talked before about how important it is to let go of the anger when it stops serving you. So there's a certain amount of time when I feel like anger is important and necessary during recovery. And that is during the time where you need to find a way to propel yourself forward so that you can get out of this situation and get to a safe place so that you're no longer being controlled and agonizing over the pain this person is causing you. Once you get through the part where you need the anger to propel you forward, sometimes you need to hold on to the anger for a little while longer just so that you don't fall back into the old habits, okay? But very often, at some point, the anger becomes toxic. Now, the reason I'm making this video today is because someone in this fan group posted about this and said, I can't believe Angie would say we should forgive our abusers. It doesn't make any sense to me. The things that this person did to me were so terrible. So I want to tell you a little story about my own life and why I decided that forgiveness was necessary in abuse situations. So when I was in college, I had this roommate and it was a bad situation. Um, I'm not going to go into a bunch of detail, but long story short, the roommate did some terrible things and really hurt me. I needed to get away and I did. When I got away, I felt so much relief and I thought, oh, this is the beginning of the rest of my life, right? Well, what I noticed one morning as I was sitting there drinking my coffee was that I was not totally at peace. I kept feeling angry and every time that person would cross my mind or something in the world would trigger thoughts about that person or what that person had done to me, I was just seething in anger and I didn't want that toxic negative energy in my life anymore. I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I swear to you, I heard, audibly heard a whisper in my ear and it said, you have to forgive him. Well, my first instinct was to go, are you freaking kidding me? Why would I forgive that person for what they did? That person did something awful to me. I, it's unforgivable. The voice was right. I needed to figure out a way to let go of that anger. And the only way for me to do that was to get closure and to offer a certain amount of forgiveness. Now, don't misunderstand me. I don't mean offer the forgiveness to the narcissist or the abuser. What I mean is offer forgiveness to yourself. So the first thing we have to recognize is that we need to forgive ourselves for our part in whatever we were involved with. And once we've done that, we need to, when the anger becomes toxic to us and it's no longer serving us to help us propel forward, 
we've got to forgive. I'm going to share with you some, some truths about forgiveness and how you can let go of the anger enough to forgive that person. And I'll also tell you exactly how I forgave that abuser in this situation. Forgiveness is not easy, especially in you know when we're looking at the type of significant pain sometimes for decades that these people have caused us. But no matter how badly we've been hurt, we must recognize that forgiving someone can help us to move forward. It can help us to heal as individuals until we can forgive that person. And this is what I recognized in my anger that day is that even though here I was trying to live a better life, a happier life, things were going better in my world, here I was still angry and, and in a way that meant that my abuser was still controlling me from across town. So why would I let that person continue to control me? I needed to release the anger. Now don't get me wrong, I didn't want to let my abuser off the hook and I didn't want to let the abuser think they had done something that was okay. But I needed to figure out a way to stop feeling wounded, to stop feeling like a victim and to move forward. So before I go on, I want to share with you a few things about forgiveness that are important. Forgiveness does not excuse the behavior. Forgiveness does not mean you get back together with the abuser. It doesn't mean you get you grow closer to them or you even let them back into your life. Forgiveness is not something you need to want to do in order to do it. It's not going to help you stop feeling the damage and it's not something that you're just going to say but not mean. Forgiveness is not something that anyone can make you do. Not me, not the abuser, not anyone else but yourself. And this is really important. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting. Just because you say, okay, I forgive you, that doesn't mean that you're going to forget. And it doesn't mean you're going to let that person back in your life. You're not going to become amnesic because you forgave the person. Forgiveness isn't always fair. With all that being said, forgiveness does help you feel healed. It brings healing to you if you do the forgiving. It's more of a choice and less of a feeling. It's more of a, a mind change and it's an opening of your spirit, so to speak, and not toward the narcissist or the abuser. It's part of the process. Just like we go through the grieving process, we anger's part of that, but at some point we have to forgive in order to move forward. And here's the worst and best part of this. It lets go of your need to get closure or to have the person sort of pay for what they did. Because the fact is, that's not going to happen in a healthy way. You have to stop allowing yourself to be controlled by that person. And if you're living in anger, if you're seething all the time, that person is still controlling you on some level. That's why we have to forget. It doesn't feel fair, does it? It doesn't feel fair to have to let go of something and not have that person acknowledge it and do what they should do to make it better. But here's the unfortunate fact about narcissists. They don't do that. You might feel like you need to sort of advocate for yourself so that other people don't experience the same abuse or advocate for yourself so that you don't experience that abuse again. Maybe you think that if you stay angry, no one like that person will come up on you again. Maybe you feel empowered by your anger and maybe you're scared that if you let down your guard, you'll just get trampled by another narcissist. And I'm just going to be really honest with you. If you're still in that state where you're feeling empowered by your anger, okay, you don't have to forgive right now. But at some point, it's going to become toxic to you and that's when you're going to want to let go of it and, and move forward. But it's necessary at some point because at some point, you're going to feel like your anger is imprisoning you. That's where I found myself that day when I heard that whisper in my ear. At some point, you're going to have to find yourself letting go of it. Once you've worked through your, your steps for recovery, once you've started to take back your life and you want to be happy and free again, 
this is going to set you free. You, you need to know that you're not going to get closure from a narcissist ever. And if you do, it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel confusing and upsetting. So how do you forgive someone who has done this horrible stuff to you and ruined your life? You start by acknowledging exactly what happened. Don't minimize it. Now, this is how I personally began to heal from that anger and have used this in many other situations in my life. I wrote the person a letter. When I was writing the letter, I literally intended to send a letter, but I didn't need to. Other people will recommend that you just write a list of all the things, whatever you choose to do. Put it down on paper. Say all the things you needed to say. Get out all the words in your head about it. Say all the cuss words you want to say. Say all the things that you never got to say that you wanted to say to that person. And be as raw as you can be. Look this abuse in the eyes, so to speak, not the abuser. Look the acts that they committed to you onto you in, in the eyes. Look at, look at it without any rose-colored glasses. Be straight up. Write down every single offense that was committed against you. And the next step then is to go ahead and to feel those feelings. Because one of the things that happens with a narcissist is that you're forced to forget all of your feelings. You're forced to put all of your feelings aside and not talk about them and not feel them and not deal with them. Well, you need to now, okay? So let it happen. If you need to scream and throw things and break things, go ahead and do that within reason. Don't ruin your whole life or anything. But but go ahead and let those things out. It's important. Think about how much anger you have. Think about the levels of resentment you're feeling and think about how that's affecting you in your everyday life. Anger is toxic to our bodies. I'm not going to go into all the medical stuff right now, but I promise you, do your research. It, there are negative health implications, not to mention mental health issues, but physical health issues as well. I personally find that writing is a great way to get this stuff out. For me, it works thoroughly. It's a good way to not only physically connect pen to paper and kind of flow through it, but also therapeutically speaking, it's very helpful. A lot of therapists recommend this type of process, but if you're not a writer, that's okay. You can talk about it. You can scream about it. You can paint about it. Whatever you need to do to get those emotions out and allow yourself to feel them honestly, then do that. Once you've done that, it's time to start working toward the forgiveness. So when I wrote my letter, at the bottom of my letter, I said to this person, in the very last paragraph, I said, and now I'm going to forgive you, not because you deserve it and not because I think that it's going to help you in any way, but because I need to let go of this toxic energy in my life. I need to be clear and free of it. And that's exactly what I ended up doing. Now, I never needed to send this letter because once I wrote it, then I went back and edited it uh, for content and, and to take out most of the cuss words and the mean things I said, which was therapeutic within itself. But then when I was done with all of that, I thought, you know, I don't even need to send this letter. I feel good right now. I felt so much relief in those moments. Nonviolent physical expression is another good thing you can do. You know, dancing, go out with your girlfriends or your guy friends and dance the night away or play baseball or bowling or whatever. Do something to make yourself feel good. If you require that person to be held accountable by you forever, it might seem like a good punishment for them. But what's really going on is they're over there not even knowing you're upset at them and you're the one living with the pain and the anger and the frustration. Let go of the need to do that. Even though it, it feels unfair, if you can let go of that need, you can allow yourself to open up to new positive experiences and you can remove that toxic energy from your life, which I believe was probably your goal when you moved on in the first place, right? And then it's time for you to let go. In the final sentence of my letter that I wrote to my abuser, I said, and now I'm letting you go, 
with all your negative energy and, I, and you're out of my life. Don't contact me again. This is over. And that is a huge, important thing that you have to do. You have to let go of that abuser. You have to stop needing them to change and you have to stop needing other people to agree with you that they're a bad person. You have to just move forward. Stop nursing your wounds. Start living your life. The biggest benefit of forgiveness for you is that it stops the negative toxic energy from being a part of your daily life. It allows you to attract things that are positive to yourself and focus on that that you want and not what you don't want and to bring better things into your life. When you choose to forgive this person, you choose to stop reliving the crimes and the pain and the horrible thing they did over and over in your head every day. You choose to not allow the narcissist to be in your head all the time and get free rent. You choose to always think about terrible things that might be happening with this person or what they might be doing now. You choose to stop focusing on the abuser and start living your life. You choose yourself, my friend. That is why you must forgive. And don't do it until you're ready, but when you're ready, come back and watch this video and you'll see and you'll understand, I promise you. Forgiveness gives you the ability to let go and live the life that you've always wanted to live and without being controlled in any way by your abuser. You deserve it, I deserve it, we all deserve it. I promise you this is what will help you get through the last parts of your recovery. This will help take you from here to here in your life. Try it when you're ready. No pressure. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what do you think about all of that? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comments section below and let's talk about it. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. Be sure you take a look at the videos in the cards above and in the description below for more healing information after narcissistic abuse. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.